right, uh, just looking at what's going on, uh, the ECB meeting uh, yesterday that we spoke about, uh, what are some of the details that emerged? Right, so in January, Mario Draghi said that they would embark on this QE program, the asset buying or bond buying program, and yesterday we got some details from that. But before he even started on the details of the bond buying program, he gave a bit of an update of the European economy, the outlook for it, and he was surprisingly upbeat. I think this must, must have been the most positive I've heard him in quite a long time. He says the, the, the outlook for growth in Europe has already improved thanks to the lower oil prices and the weaker euro. Um, and, and this is even ahead of, of the, the program, bond buying program that starts on Monday. So they'll be buying um, 60 billion euros worth of bonds per month. And at this stage, at least until September 2016. So we're talking about 18 months there. But he also said if necessary, they will continue to do that. And really the big um, focus there is not only to, to, to boost growth, but also to try and lift inflation from the 0% level where it is at the moment. You'll recall the big concern really was around deflation, and, and that's really the main focus for them. So as a, as a result, we saw certain European stock markets boosted quite, quite a lot by that. I think in part also because he actually confirmed that they would be buying bonds that, that are currently sitting even at negative spread. So down to minus 2.2%, they would even buy those bonds. So there's more than enough for them to buy. So yes, uh, strong performance from from markets because of that and of course big moves in the currencies once again and that's the reason why we're seeing the dollar around 120 to the yen around 1.10 to the euro and of course the, the, the similar sort of moves in the rand so when we see that rand at 11.80 to the US dollar let's not think that this is bad that this is about a poor reflection on South Africa but rather the strength of the US dollar relative to the euro mm, interesting <laughs> stuff there and now see uh, the quarterly JSE index review now uh, some insight into current investment trends there uh, emerging, Narina? Yes, yes. You know, it's, it's quite an interesting one for me. The, um, one of the big uh, announcements came that Sassel is being reclassified. Um, you know, we think of Sassel as an, as an oil play or as an oil company. But, of course, they've got a significant chemicals business as well, to the point that Sassel is now being reclassified from an integrated oil and gas producer <clears throat> sorry, to a speciality chemical company. And although that might sound very silly and technical, to us, the, the impact of that is that it is, according to JSE classifications, now being moved from the resources index to the industrial index. So that's quite a big move. It's going to be dropped from the Resi 10 index and all the ETFs and index tracker products that follow it, and it's going to be included in the Indy 25. So we'll have to start thinking about Sassel quite differently and, and look at it through a different set of glasses, I guess. Mm, indeed. But beyond that also, you know, we, we know that construction has been on the back foot. We saw the construction stocks fall more than 17% since the beginning of this year. And as a result, one of the other moves is that both Murray and Roberts and Wilson Bailey has been dropped from the mid-cap to the small-cap index. Now, you know, Murray and Roberts was a former top 40 company, and, and it's now in the small-cap index, really showing us the extent of the decline in mm. the construction sector. Wow. And, um, you know, uh, uh, just looking at portfolios and how um, South Africa's asset managers are currently positioning their client portfolios, uh, Glenn Silverman um, uh, had some insights on this, Narina. Yes, he does a, a, you know, sort of a roadshow or a trip to visit South African asset managers twice a year. And he just recently sort of um, issued some results from or his insights from that. Um, Just maybe three important points to mention. You know, we have many of South Africa's asset managers following 
playing a value strategy, and we do know that the value style, lo- looking really at companies that are that are sort of out of favour, have really battled to perform. And he says there are a lot of the value managers, especially the smaller ones, that have significantly underperformed over the last three to five years, and they really are experiencing pressure to, to keep clients. Um, another one that I think people will also find very interesting is that we know that the South African property sector, the, the listed property stocks, have been one of the best performing assets for at least a decade. So the concern is, you know, can it be maintained? We saw GrowthPoint come out with good results yesterday. And, and the view of the property managers is that, yes, it will be maintained. You might see some volatility in the share prices, but the yield that those stocks offer are so good and so sustainable that it still is a good place to be invested. And then finally, just interesting to see that the ownership of foreign investors on the JSE is now around 44%, which is quite a significant holding. And I think the important thing is that many of your South African investors are long-term, almost um, passive holders of assets, whereas the foreigners are the one that are buying on the margin. So as much as we might think that it's all about what South Africans think about our own market, it's really these foreign participants in our market that are making up the, um, you know, sort of the, they're the marginal buyers. So although they make up a small, South Africa makes up a small percentage overall of their fund, they have a disproportionate impact on local share prices and they have very different investment fundamentals than South Africans. So a lot less price sensitive, for example. So the idea of looking at valuation of stock and, and, and choosing to what to buy and sell purely on that basis now has a different angle to it. You've got to think, how does the foreigner look at this and how do they buy? Narina, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much for that. And, of course, you have a fantastic weekend. That was uh, strategist at ETFSA, Narina Fisser.